Hey, Ambitious Mama, welcome to Becoming with Lauren Ricks. I'm so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on-the-go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business, a more God-centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, Mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way. And in this podcast, we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. Coming with me, Lauren Ricks. And before we jump into Ecclesiastes this morning, I want to remind you that Reclaim is starting soon. And Reclaim is all about reclaiming your relationship with God and taking back the power that He has given you. And it is a week long group boxer container where we will dive deep into different concepts. We will dive deep into thought, into Bible verses, and really deepen that relationship you are craving with God. It is the something more that we are craving. It's not more things, more goals, more material things. It is really a deeper relationship with God and a deeper relationship with ourselves. and we are going to dive into that in Reclaim. So if that is something that you are craving, check out the show notes. I have the link in there for that and we start soon. Okay, so we are in Ecclesiastes 4 and you guys, I'm starting to think Solomon, like he is just thinking everything is meaningless. Everything. He talks in this one a lot about um, almost like the extremes of like laziness is meaningless and being a workaholic is meaning meaningless and like doing things alone is meaningless and you want to have you know working together with somebody and he just talks a lot about that in here um so in the bottom section of my bible where it gives like more of the descriptions he says some people are lazy while while others are workaholics lazy people see the futility of dashing about for success, idle away their time and hurt both themselves and those who depend on them. But workaholics are often driven by envy, greed, and constant desire, desire to stay ahead of everyone else. Else, Both extremes are foolish and irresponsible. The answer is to work hard, but with moderation. Take time to enjoy the other gifts that God has given and realize that God who gives out the assignments and the rewards and that it's God who gives out the assignments and not the rewards, not us. I think this is really important to look at, especially for like some of us who are like overdoers and wanting to do more and wanting to constantly reach for the next thing and do the next thing and are constantly working, right? Working in like all the mom cracks of the day. We're told here to also enjoy the other gifts he has given us, our children, our time, our hobbies, our husband, um, relax, our house, our 
our friendships, right? Like, um, to really enjoy the other gifts, not just work and not just to spend our life working away, right? So that's such a good reminder. I know for me, for sure, being a workaholic, that is something that I have had to really, really like take a look at in the sense of like stepping into just the being aspect too, right? And not just constantly doing, 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 because for me, that's what I fall back into. Um, And I'm learning a lot in this chapter that it's not about the overdoing, right? It's not about the, the working and the accomplishments and all of that. Like, yes, that's great, but also we need to enjoy what we have right now because right now is the right now, right? Right now is all we have. So working and thinking like, oh, I'm going to work my ass off right now and work every minute of the day and then I'll enjoy life, you know, when I reach the top. And it's like, well, what if you reach the top and nobody's there with you? What if you reach the top? What if, what if you don't even reach the top and then you never really enjoy the process on the way there, right? So another thing he talked about was um, we are not here to serve ourselves, however, but to serve God and others. Don't isolate yourself and try to do it alone. Seek companionship and be a team player. So that's where he was talking about um, in Ecclesiastes 5, oh wait, Ecclesiastes 4, 9, two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help but who but somebody who falls alone is in real trouble trouble likewise two lay two people laying close together can keep each other warm but how can one be warm alone so this is a really good one on like making sure you have like you're doing things with somebody right like you don't have to try and get to the top with somebody there's a place to ask for help there's a place to ask for support and we're not meant to go around through this life alone, doing it alone. I think this is also such a good like reminder for when it comes to our marriages. Like we get married so we can have that person there to support us. So it's like when we need help, going to our spouse and asking for help. If we need support, going to our spouse and asking for support. I mean, I know for me sometimes that's hard and being like, I just can't handle all of this, right? I need support. I need help. Um, and I think I have a podcast talking about this too of like ne- also needing to know how you need help before you ask how you need help or ask how you like know how you need support before you ask for support kind of thing, you know? Because um, sometimes our significant others don't know how to support us if we don't know how to support us. And sometimes we just need space. Sometimes that's all we really need is just the space, right? Um, But it's better to go through life together with somebody than on your own. He also said in here too, it's better... Oh, this is 13. So Ecclesiastes 5.13 says, It is better to be poor but wise youth than an old foolish king who refuses all advice. Um... Oh, that wasn't it. I thought he said somewhere around here, but this is good too because it says it's better to be wise than 
rich and foolish, right? It's better to be poor and wise than rich and foolish because the poor and the wise can still rise up. He can still be the he can still be a king. He can still rise up and accomplish and succeed and rise out of poverty. But who knows what the old foolish rich will do, right? Um where did he say somewhere in here? Um um thought he said somewhere he talked a lot about the oppressed and the oppressors which started out kind of just like oh want want but there's is there's so many oppressed and oppressors in in the world we even live in now and he said in here too at four three but most fortunate are those who are not born yet for they have not seen all the evil that is done under the sun it makes me think about like yeah us us bringing babies into the world but also God giving us those babies to bring into the world you know and we don't know what their promises are we don't know what God has put on their hearts to do to change the world right um so also there's like looking at that part of this this verse of like (laughs) everything's meaningless and helpless right um this to four four was interesting. Then I observed the most people that most people are motivated to succeed because they envy their neighbors. But this too is meaningless, like, like chasing the wind. Everything is like chasing the wind, um, and I think that's important to know that like let's not be people who are motivated to succeed because we envy what other people have. Like let's be motivated to succeed so we can. Um, we can give glory to God and that we can like pursue him and what he has for our lives, right? Um, maybe I read it down here. Oh, here. So this is the bottom part of my, my Bible where it says it's for 413. Advancements are getting to the top is meaningless. Position, popularity, and prestige are poor goals for a life's work. Although many pursue them, they are shadows without substance. Many people seek recognition for their advance for their accomplishments but people are fickle changing quickly and easily how much better is how much better to seek God's approval because his love never changes I think about this for me and how how often I change (laughs) change things and um easily I can change different things when things aren't working out for me right or they're taking too long and how if we change why we're doing things, right? I'm doing this because God has put this on my heart. I'm doing this because it's helping other people instead of like I'm doing this to have the accomplishment or I'm doing this to have the money or I'm doing this. And this is something that like I've struggled with for a long time. Like how can I make more money? How can I make more money? And things, the ideas that come out of that are from the wrong intention, right? Um, so it's all just very interesting in a different way of looking at doing, doing what we do in our work and in our life's work, right? Doing it for God, doing it for others versus doing it for the accomplishment and the, the money and what we're going to get out of it. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's little mini Bible, Bible rant, Bible study, Bible chat. Maybe it's a Bible chat. Um, And I will see you for Ecclesiastes 
five.